come here, get off. Today we're talking to Alexandra Warren, pronouns she and her. Alexandra is a 20-something-year-old Nebraska girl who enjoys teaching, blogging, traveling, and, of course, writing. Contemporary romance novellas are her absolute favorite to write as well as to read. And with 20-plus books under her belt and more on the way, she's excited to see what 2020 will bring. Wow. Hey, Alexandra. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming on the show in the midst of chaos. Of course. Thank you for having me and giving me something else to think about and look forward to because <laughs> I need to stop watching TV. Oh so my God. I'm it's glad so to be much. here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping lots of people are reading and catching up on podcasts instead of consuming this constant news. Yes. Which I yes. am trying to do. <laughs> It's so hard. It's so hard. But you got to take a break because otherwise you'll be like, <laughs> a mess. you'll look up mm-hmm. and you realize you've been sitting there for so long. Like, mm-hmm. listen, to all, yeah. listen to all your auntie's conspiracy theories. Girl, I had to like delete people off Facebook. <laughs> I can't even go on Facebook. It's just freaking me out. Like, at least with Twitter, I feel like sometimes some real information filtered through. But yes. Yes. it's still scary. It's, yeah. it's too much to think about. So, oh, if y'all are much. listening to this anytime other than now, <laughs> we should give context. Everybody's under self quarantine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's March 2020. <laughs> exactly. So, now that we've talked about what you do, um, question What did you think yeah. that you would do when you were a little kid? What did you think that you were going to do as an adult? I was 100% confident that I was going to be a teacher. Um, and I did teach. I taught preschool for a couple years um, and realized they just don't make enough money. And adults, the adult part of it is more annoying than the kid part of it. Really? Uh, so uh, I was always a reader. And I had a friend who I started beta reading for her, uh, Christina C. Jones. And um I had just sent her something I had wrote like on a whim and she was like, I need to see the whole page. And so I sent her a page. She's like, girl, you better finish this book. And so that mm. ended up being my first release. And so that happened as I was teaching. And so I would literally be like nap time. Okay. I'm about to do these edits real quick. Pat this baby on the back. And I got my iPad doing my little edits on the side. And then I was able to transition out of teaching into writing full time. Wow. That is so great. And as that a parent, that's so. on day three of, homeschooling homeschool <laughs> no we do not pay teachers nearly enough it's crazy it's so crazy so you know as hard as it is on parents right now like I'm glad they get to experience what mm-hmm. it's like with their one or two or even a handful and think okay most teachers have 15 20 sometimes up to 30 of the same thing <laughs> going on and have to Ugh. manage that so Shout out to teachers, which is a perfect thing to say on this episode, considering what we'll be talking about. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Shout out to teachers. Wow. So I was going to ask how we, how you got from wanting to teach to writing, but you just told us, I guess then my question is like, how did you come to actually publish your book? Right. Because a lot of folks have something that they're working on in their spare time. Mm -hmm. 
How did you turn it from something that you were doing while you were patting bags to like books that we're devouring? So um, I didn't know about self-publishing. And so when I started the project that I was talking about earlier, uh, when I started writing that, I was like, you know, this is going to be for fun, whatever. Uh, I'm going to self-publish it. Like, it's not going to be a big deal. Like, <laughs> if, if nothing happens, it'll just be hiding on Amazon somewhere and nobody will know <laughs> about it. Um, but, you know, learning the in, ins and outs of self-publishing, learning how much easier it is than, like, submitting to a publishing house and waiting to hear back from them or being denied by them over and over again or, Mm -hmm. you know, finding an agent, doing all that. Like, I could go directly to consumers. And so, um, yeah, just learning about self-publishing, you know, using Amazon. As much as people hate Amazon sometimes, like, Amazon has really helped the girl out. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm uh, not an Amazon lover. However, mm-hmm. they have been really great as we find new um, writers on this show. Yes. We really want to showcase black women writers and um, black femme writers. And everyone, self, not everyone, but so many people are self-published. And it's been mm-hmm. really great to be able to kind of weed through the big names and find like just people out there writing really good books. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing about it with self-publishing, I think the voices are so much more authentic and they're so much fresher than what you're going to find on any, um, you know, bookshelves at the store or whatever. And so I feel like once you get tapped in a little bit, you're like, okay, I want to find some more of this. And then you find this whole like other community of writers and, and their books and these, you know, really contemporary, really fresh stories and fresh voices. And then it's like, mm, do I really want to go back to the traditional stuff? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it's <laughs> nothing real. against them, but not at all. I think it's all part of the landscape, right? Like we had um, Beverly Jenkins on and she talked quite a bit about how the traditional industry, publishing industry, you know, doesn't necessarily want us and doesn't always think that they can mm-hmm. sell our stories and care about centering us. So if we can do it without having to deal with them, why not? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And we we found a way and, you know, continue to grow that. And so I think now a lot of those publishers companies are looking into the indie landscape and kind of seeing, okay, what are they doing different? And, um, you know, we're just doing our thing, not even trying to worry about yep. them, just doing our thing. <laughs> yep. So to call you prolific is an understatement. You are just cranking oh. out books. Oh, um, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> how do you do it? What's your process? Um, so ideas come to me. Like I don't have to think, okay, what am I going to write about next? And like, stuff just happens and I'm like ooh, that will make a good book like right now uh the project that I'm working on literally came off of I was scrolling Instagram on the explore page there was this cute little couple with their little baby bump and that just like a whole story came from just that little snippet like wow all of it <laughs> and so you know I'll get an idea and then I'll just start jotting down notes in my phone um like any scenes that I already see happening, anything that I already know about these characters or, you know, their backstory or whatever. And then I just sit down and, and go at it. And I'll set like a little word count goal, um, at least 2,000 words a day. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, that adds up pretty quickly that I can get them out in a, a, month, a month or two or, you know, whatever, depending on how long it is. Especially writing novellas, often um, those go pretty fast, um, writing mm-hmm. that amount. So. Wow. 
So I'm interested in like, you know, you, you clearly have a very specific process. Do you also kind of have like a formula for a successful book? Like, are there certain elements that pop up in your books that make it like uniquely an Alexandra Warren creation? Um, I think, well, people tell me that they can really uh, sense the freshness of it. They can tell mm-hmm. that I'm younger, um, <laughs> which I don't feel like I feel, you know, my knees crack when I get out of bed, but I, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> but, but they can, they, they can tell that I'm younger and they appreciate uh, the freshness of it. They know that they're going to get a happy, like a mostly happy story. There's not going to be a ton of angst. Um, just cause I know when I sit down to read, I don't want to be sad. Like I just don't, I don't yes. want to like, I just need to pick me up and people know they can come to my books for a pick me up. So I would say that would be the unique feature with my releases. Yeah. So we read if only for the summer for our last yeah. episode and loved it. I finished it at like four in the morning and oh, sent wow. Henry an email that was like, did. this was so warm. It just, <laughs> it was just happily ever after and great. And yeah. so we loved it. And we thought the premise was super fun. It was two people booked to stay together in a condo owned by two friends. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the inspiration? So that when I actually started writing like maybe a year before it even came out like hmm. i like i started it and i just it didn't feel right yet and so i just moved on started writing other things and went back to it as the summer um i think it came out in 2017 as that mm-hmm. summer was approaching and when i first started writing i knew i wanted to write something about teachers like that mm-hmm. i knew i knew they were going to be teachers and um as somebody that likes to go to Florida a lot. I was like, oh, it would be fun if, <laughs> you know, if two people went to Florida and using, you know, my different things that I've experienced on vacations there and um, things like that. If I put that in the book and, you know, is it a setup? Is it not a setup? Nobody really knows, but we're going to rock with it. And then writing a single dad, um, that was something that I really wanted to do. I hadn't done up until that point, I think. So I really wanted to write a single dad. And I really wanted to write a healthy co-parenting relationship because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of times when we see, you know, quote unquote, baby mamas in books, like they're coming to bring the drama. And I didn't I didn't want that. Um, so, yeah. So there was just a couple different elements I knew I wanted to put into a book and it, it came into fruition with if only for the summer. Good. So, so another thing that really popped up for us when we were reading a book was, I mean, they were definitely absolutely shacking up <laughs> <laughs> they were they, oh, they were dude. they were next like nope don't know each other but y'all sharing whole meals like yeah y'all planning around each other's schedule y'all planning around the baby like mm-hmm. yeah yeah they got really comfortable <laughs> real quick right and so it made us wonder have you ever been in a situation where you gave somebody a little too much a little too fast me personally, and we're not talking about having like sex because, <laughs> honey, I put out on the first night, but, <laughs> <laughs> but emotionally, you know, I don't think so. I've been in a um a relationship for a really long time up mm-hmm. until this point, uh, so like since we were kids, literally, uh, so not mm-hmm. me personally, but I've seen it, and I feel like a lot of my inspiration comes from just stuff I see and people I know in real life. and. So I think that comes across when you're reading it. You're like, I know people like this and I know people that would do something like this. 
And so, yeah. This or I have been this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, every, and it's like, oh, this is like, whoa, this is a little triggering. Like, hold on. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah. So one of the one of the things that I loved about the book, we you mentioned it, how you like your stories to have a happily ever after and kind of cut out some of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you're able to do novellas so successfully. Whereas we would have like four chapters of someone should I should not what should I do Uh (laughs) like I loved that in this story God was going through some things and his baby mama pulled him aside and was like nigga what is wrong with you go get your woman (laughs) and you cut out like four chapters of bullshit (laughs) Uh it was just great to have really well-written characters that are not about the bullshit and just Living good, mm-hmm. the relationships between the two best, two sets of best friends was just refreshing. And as mm-hmm. I was reading it, I was like, wow, this Alexandra is like a normal person. <laughs> I mean, I get, <laughs> you know, like as, as some writers like some writers are like sadists and they want their readers mm, to their like, characters mm, to suffer, suffer. And you are mm. you just give the gift of a good story that just gets to the point, lets us feel good, like. Your books make me want to go on vacation because I oh, see myself. That's wonderful because I love like, vacation. So like, <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, I like gushed about your book in the episode because I again I love Miami. So it just mm-hmm. your books. I'm like the, her books will be in my Kindle as I go lay on somebody's beach and like read something yes. that feels good about like good black people. I mean, I could mm-hmm. I could see like beautiful brown people in your writing. Mm-hmm. It was just. It's an all-around good story. All your, the books you. that I've read so far, but it was it just felt good to have just good normal people. It's like, nigga, what is wrong with you? Go get that woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you because that's what I want. That's so, so to hear somebody say it's like yes, like I'm hitting exactly where I want. Well, you Regular are black folk doing you know falling in love and. Doing the silly stuff that comes with falling in love sometimes, but figuring it out and and not playing games. So yeah, well that's good. So in addition to all your writing, you run. Girl, have you read? Yes, that's exactly what I say in my head. So thank you. Well, again, you threw it. I caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a website and a brand that centers around Black love. Mm-hmm. How did you come to that work, and why is it important to you? So Christina and I, um, there were like a couple different diverse romance blogs that were out at the time. And we were like, well, none of this really centers black women, black love, like very specifically black stories. Not that it's about, you know, excluding anybody, but we just want to shine a light on something very specific, a very specific niche. And um, so we were like, well, what, what should we call it? And so we're like <laughs> throwing names back and forth at each other. And we were like, oh, what about this girl? Have you read? Like, have you read this? Have you read this author? Have you read, you know, whatever it is, um, whatever black love story it is. And uh, so we just started, <laughs> we just started a website, <laughs> like literally just on a whim, started a website. Um, people started, you know, submitting their books for us to share. We have an author directory for black uh, authors to add themselves to and let us know what genre they're in. So if people say, oh, I'm looking for a a black sci-fi book or but you know they can go to those specific authors um we do some reviewing um and then we also share a list of new releases every week which i think is the most important thing for people um 
because going through Amazon is just trash. Like it's just <laughs> like if you're looking mm-hmm. for specifically black romance, like it's really hard to find. Um, so we kind of narrow that down for people every week. And there's people that say they don't ever go search for books anymore. They just go to Girl Have You Read and look at the new release list and pick from mm-hmm. that. And so, um, yeah, it's been it's a labor of love for sure. But um, we really enjoy being able to give that to the people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I'm wondering, you know, you now have more than 20 books under your belt. So you know a lot now, right? You know a lot about uh, publishing. I mean, I'm making it. There ain't a lot of folks out here who can say that they've written 20 books. This is true. I'll give myself a little credit. Yes, yeah, so we'll <laughs> give you a lot. Um, what did you wish you had known before you got started? Um, I wish I would have known that it's not about readers which is a weird thing to say as an author Mm -hmm. but it's not about what they want it's about what you want to bring to the landscape um I think as you start writing more books you can easily get caught up in what people want from you instead of writing what you want to write and what feels good to you and really staying true to your voice instead of you know getting caught up on the first one star review that says oh no this ain't it like Mm -hmm. really you know learning to push through that so I was I would have known that it's just like you don't have to think like you just give what you want to give to the people and the people that want it, they'll take it. The people that don't want it, they'll keep moving. And it just is what it is. But as long as you're happy with what you're putting out, that's the real goal. Yeah. Can't write for everybody. (laughs) You cannot. You cannot. And you will learn that fast. So. If I would have known that before, I wouldn't have even thought anything of it when it first happened. But mm. now I know. You found your That's how I feel about you. this show. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, that too. Yeah. We yeah. feel like people who don't like cussing and uh, cringe when they hear the word pussy. Fuck <laughs> like, them. in the wrong place. <laughs> Listen, it's only for the summer. I will never, ever forget this. Somebody said teachers and foul language don't mix. And I was like, how do you survive teaching if you don't use foul language? (laughs) And then it's like, these people are on summer break, like. And they're humans and adults. And they're human and they're adults and they're not cussing in their classroom at children. And you know what? If they were high schooler teachers, sometimes they do have to do that. But like. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's stuff like that to just remind you that your work doesn't have to be for everybody. Exactly. Your own thing. What are you most proud of in your career? Oh, I think I'm most proud of carving out um, my own little space in this indie black romance universe. Uh, There's so many great authors and great voices, and I don't feel like I get lost in that. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something to be proud of, you know, as somebody from... Nebraska, a little, you know, people sometimes act like they can't point out Nebraska on a map. And, <laughs> you know, uh, really being being from that, always, you know, being true to that and then coming into this whole other space and making a name for myself. I'm really proud of that. Great. Hmm. I'm wondering, and, and maybe the answer is you already did, but what like, how will you know that you made it? Like, what will, like, true success, like, I'm at the top of my game, what would that look like for you? Um, 
when somebody calls me to do a movie. then i'll be like okay you really did something with these words sis like (laughs) that'll be the moment so it's gonna happen we're gonna claim it because there is enough all these all these networks out come on somebody gotta grab one of these stories somebody has to some like it's just it's too much too much that they can do with it, that yeah that i see bet christmas movie on the i was i'm sorry i keep forgetting the name of the story the one you just wrote oh uncovered truth uncovered truth yeah i can see that as a bet christmas story right <laughs> um, which we watch know. all of those Listen, yes that's what, I'm, that's what i'm saying but it's got to be on somewhere they can have sex because i can't yes. do hallmark <laughs> Yeah, no, Where they just cut away. Yeah, we don't want to fade to black. Yeah, no, I won't. Got a bronze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that will be the moment. But I don't, I don't feel like I have it. You know, had success. I think every project comes with its own success. Like putting out a book is not easy, and um, bringing something to completion and actually putting it out to the world, like there's a burst of success with that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so healthy attitude. That Rona got us all cooped up in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Share with us what are you reading to keep your mind off of all the bullshit and decay going on out in the world? (laughs) Uh, So I'm trying to think. What did I just download? Oh, um, Nicole Falls, who I have a series with a basketball or sports romance series with. She just put out a novella called uh, A Good Luck Fuck. Uh, it's a St. Patrick's Day theme, and she has like a whole series of like holidays. Oh, I saw that. I was Valentine's Day, yeah. John, yeah. Christmas, John. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that's the that's the most recent thing that I downloaded and want to get into. But okay. when I'm writing, it's hard for me to like read and write at the same time, and so. Mm-hmm. We like asked all authors about that, and they're like, girl, what I shouldn't be doing is reading. <laughs> I should be writing. So. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it makes you feel guilty. But you oftentimes, like, if I'm feeling down about writing or whatever, I'll read something good, and that'll just charge me right back up to get in my doc. Like, ooh, this made me want to write. So, good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's next? What you working on? What um, can you buy from <laughs> So right now I'm working on, um, it kind of has a title, but I don't know if that's going to say the title, so I won't even say it, um, <laughs> but it's, it'll be a full length project. It's about, uh, two people who they kind of work together. Um, they both attend this gala and afterwards they have hot office sex that, so, um, <laughs> didn't know that that's where that was going. That's, I was like, that's- that's where that was going. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what I'm working out, uh, working on right now, and that will hopefully be out. Um, you know, with all this craziness going on, hopefully sooner than later. But uh, yeah, so that that'll be out uh, this spring. And so then, where can people find you so that they know when it drops? Um, so everything is on my website. Actually, it's alexander.com. Um, all my Social media is variants of that because of like character limits. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Instagram is actually Alexandra. Twitter uh, is double underscore actually Alex. And then Alexandra Warren, author blogger on Facebook. Awesome. Right. 
Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. I know it's a lot happening and <laughs> we appreciate you. Me. I appreciate coming on. Like I said, give me something else to think about because it's just so, whew, this is crazy. This is crazy. We're going to be all right. Put I, it up there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have I my concerns. I should say that with more conviction <laughs> than I did. We're going to be all right. There we go. There we go. Yes. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> Well, thanks to everybody who is listening. We appreciate y'all too. And we are always glad that you're here. Be safe and be well. This episode was produced by us, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. The theme song is from Brazy. We want to hear from y'all. Send your book recommendations and all the burning sex and related questions you want us to answer to theturnonpodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. And find links to our books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. And remember, The Turn On is now a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more shows you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Holla! Holla!